Franciscan Ministry TechCast. Well, hello, everybody out there. Welcome to the first ever Music and Ministry TechCast, a place for us to talk about all things technical, because in the world of worship leading, there are a lot of moving parts, certainly moving parts in the sense of gear, things that you need technologically, but then also things that you need as far as technique and individuals and people playing different things and then certainly trying to make that technology do what it's supposed to do, or at least what they said it would do when you bought it. And so we're so glad that you joined us here. And by us, of course, I mean the team here at Music and Ministry. And if you don't know much about us, we are a worship leader resource and certainly pastor resource. Well, just anybody who is interested in leading other people to experience the presence of the Lord, to lead people to worship. And you can find out more information about all of us at musicandministry.co. That is our official website, musicandministry.co. You can also listen to our other podcast, which would be the Music and Ministry podcast. And then we have our YouTube channel and Twitter that we just want to be a blessing to you. And that is really our mission here at Music Ministry is to help people lead other people to worship. And so my name is Stephen Reed, and I am the regular host of most of our podcasts and training videos. And one of the things that God has gifted me the ability to do is to be technical and, strangely enough, to teach, which is kind of funny because when I went to college, I did not want to get a teaching degree. And part of the reason why I didn't get a music degree was because I didn't want to be a music teacher and then... Lo and behold, after all of these years, the main thing that I do is travel around the country and really parts of the world to teach people about music. So God has a funny way of getting things done and putting a gift on the inside of you that you may be a little even afraid of at times or nervous about, and then it ends up being like your greatest passion. So today, as we get started in this tech cast, I have been praying and thinking about and really racking my brain as to how do you start a tech cast? Because there's so much that we want to share with you, things we've learned and seen. But for myself, as a teacher and as a consultant, one of the things that I keep coming back to whenever I go places is what is the root problem? And sometimes you can't see the root problem because you only see it from your perspective. And that's one thing that's been really a blessing through the different stages of my life in worship ministry because you know I started out just playing the guitar and singing around campfires and then eventually joined a worship team where I was just playing a guitar and then I became a worship leader and then I became well I was a youth pastor for a long time who had a worship team and so that was a whole nother side of the perspective of seeing it like a pastor sees it and then I've been on the technical side where I was just running sound and just running lights and see how people get treated and see how people react and the different issues that come from the other side of the soundboard. And then I've also just been a person who came to church and seeing worship from the congregation, which is something really I hadn't done for a long time because I was always on the worship team. And then of course now traveling and being a worship consultant and then being involved in the worship recording industry, well, that's been a whole nother eye-opener as well. So one of the endeavors of this tech cast is to help you get a better perspective and really to get down to the root of the issues that you're dealing with. Because if you're not careful, what will end up happening is that you spend a lot of money and time putting a Band-Aid on something that is still broken. And for us in the technological community, 
often that's kind of a big knock against us is that we buy stuff hoping with the promise, you know, because the brochure or the website said, hey, this will fix this. And then we install it and then maybe it makes a difference, maybe it doesn't. But then all of us have somewhere in the back closet of our church, this whole array of things that were going to make a big difference. And then now they're just ending up collecting dust. And so we have to be really careful that whatever we buy, whatever we're giving our attention to, will actually fix the problem. And one of the biggest things that I can kind of open up your eyes to is to ask, does this actually fix the problem or does it just cover the problem? For an example, it would be pitch correction. You know, in a recording, almost everything is pitch corrected. The voices are pitch corrected. The bass is pitch corrected. Even the toms can be pitch corrected. Everything is being adjusted to be made right. And now some technologies are allowing you to do that in a live scenario where you can actually have live pitch corrections on the voices, on the drums, on the bass, everything. Well, that sounds good, but does it actually fix the problem? So maybe a better question would be, what is the problem? The real problem is, is that the bass is out of tune. Well, why is the bass out of tune? Well, did he tune? Well, no, he only tunes at the beginning of practice. Oh, okay, well, that's a conversation that you can have and work together to be able to say, hey, I need you to tune your bass more often. Or it could be that he's not pushing directly down on the strings and he's actually bending the notes sharp because he's putting the wrong technique. Well, those are all things that you can fix and work on that won't even come up as a possibility if you can just, with a button, put on, hey, I now have pitch correction on my bass. Now, the same thing happens for vocals. If you can just push a button and have live pitch correction, well, it does fix the issue in the sense of, well, now it doesn't sound as bad as it used to, but it doesn't fix the root of the issue, which is that person's not singing on pitch. Well, okay, how do you fix that? Well, first of all, you have to check and see, can they sing on pitch? And what you do is then you get around a piano or a guitar and you just have them sing something without a whole bunch of extra noise. And if they can stay on pitch, well, then you know, hmm, it's not that they can't do it, it's that they're not doing it in this environment. Well, that opens up a whole nother set of solutions to you because the reason why most people sing off pitch in a group scenario is that they can't hear themselves. And when you can't hear yourself, you naturally will go sharp or flat because that makes your pitch different and then you stand out. So most times pitch problems are listening problems. Well, you can fix that by having more monitors or different monitors, or a lot of times the reason why they can't hear the note they're singing is because the electric guitar or the piano is playing the note that they're singing. And because they're both playing the same note, now they can't hear. And so if you have that piano player not play that note, all of a sudden they stand out and then, hey, now they're singing on pitch. So I know that's just a couple of scenarios, but when you really dig deep, then you start to find the root of the issue and then when you fix that root, then it's done. You're no longer having to filter it or just eternally keep trying to compensate for whatever the real issue is. So I know we're just getting started, but that's all the time that we've got for today. I encourage you to stay tuned to future episodes where we're gonna dive into the very nitty gritty details of how do we fix those real issues. Well, if we can ever do anything for you, please don't hesitate to ask at musicandministryconference at gmail.com 
or you can visit us at our website, musicandministry.co. Well, until next time, God bless.